So usually I do a story, right? But today I want to talk about something that is super near and dear to my heart. And that is music. And the lovely thing about music is it's been around for generations. And it makes you feel happy. It makes you feel sad, no matter what genre you listen to. You can listen to rap, country, rock. It all conveys the same message. It all makes you feel the same way, depending on how the artist is feeling. And that's amazing. I feel like that's the closest to magic that we can ever get. And like I said, on today's episode, we're talking about music. Hello and welcome to La Cantina Last Call, where each week we talk about new and terrifying tales and experiences and all the above. Today, I, you guys are welcomed by, sorry, that was not the way that I wanted to say that, but today <laughs> it is me, Tony, your host with the most, or Tony La Torta, whatever you want to call me today, and today I'm accompanied by the one and only, the I Majestic. I am Austin, El Skeptico. Now I have to hurry and do this. This was a bet from Tony, so I can get five bucks. <clears throat> Damn it. On today's episode of La Cantina Podcast, we talk about music. Devil or not, we will find out today. Uh-huh. But today, <laughs> today, we have someone very special. Very special. Very special. From being all over the world to... Not being all over the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One can say to, that, yeah. <laughs> to meeting us, the one and only, the, our very own... Angel. Angel, what's up? How's it what's going? up, everybody? How's it going? <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, so my name is Angel. I go by DJ Age, or recently just Age as my stage name. So noise. Yeah. So tell a little, tell a little bit. Yada yada yada. So tell the people who, like, what you do. Uh, uh, today. Today, I am working with these guys. I'm in construction. Sadly, <laughs> it's not where I wanted to be, but I am now, so I'm not complaining. But before that, I was a DJ and previously a bartender, too. Right. So. Heck, yeah. That's oh, actually yeah. where we got these pretty drinks from. Yeah. What is this? Speaking of that, I haven't taken it, a sip of this. It I is a Paloma. Wait. Yeah, it's a Paloma. Tequila from that bottle that you guys see right there. Yeah. Our <laughs> guest today brought us some tequila. <laughs> don't don't even start. That's salty. <laughs> don't even start. Should we do a little clink real quick? Yes. A little clink. Right. Cheers, boys, to a good podcast. I just got straight salt. I didn't even, like, I, I put my tongue on it, and I feel like I shouldn't have. All right, so you guys are going to meet Antoine today? Antoine? Yeah. Mm. But anyway. That's really good, but that, that salt got me. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's the revenge from last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, if anyone hasn't watched our Teke Teke live episode, I Go recommend watch. it. Yeah, I I got Tony to drink lemon juice. Yeah, but today I'm very excited about this one because when he was kind of going in the story about it and what he did, where he went, the people that he met, oh, I was yeah. surprised. And I was like, hey, I know we do do a lot of horror, but like I've said before, we're gonna try to in- increment, right? Yes. Yeah, we'll add. Add. Let's not get fancy with words, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to add a little bit more segments about like relatable stuff, relatable content. We're still going to give you guys horror. There's a little surprise at the end. Oh, yeah. But just so you guys know, this is the story of Angel and how he was touring with, what was it? Uh, just everybody, anybody that would allow me to be with them. Yeah. So we're going to like uh, ask. So how was it? How did you get into it? Tell us like from the get-go. Okay, so... It? Because you did bartending, I was a no? little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Back so, in 1996. <laughs> so I just graduated from high school here in Utah. Nice. Um, so I got the opportunity to go back home to Southern California. Then I was living out there by myself. I had a little bit of help from my uncle, my aunt. Then from there, um, I just picked up bartending. Right. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, I was still underage. I was... It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Statue limitations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was bartending under the table, and that's how I got to meet like a lot of 
people. I got to network with um, some DJs, some up and coming DJs. Um, like I would just talk to them, say like, "Hey, I want to do this eventually with my life." And for some reason, they just gave me a shot, and they told me like, "Hey, I'm doing that myself. Why don't you come come with me and let's see what we could do?" Nice. Nice. And that's how I got into DJing, music producing, and all that nice jazz. So where would you say, like, you've had the most fun DJing? Or where have you been where it's like, or, like, wasn't a crazy story, like, doing that? Or an experience that not your average Joe is going to do, you know what I mean? Well, there's a few that come to mind. Well, mainly for us DJs, or up-and-coming DJs, we would usually pay out of pocket. Right. And, like, we would travel to one city, then go to another in the same day. So there wasn't really a whole lot of... uh, partying and all that crazy experience so i would say the most craziest is just getting like blacked out drunk and, <laughs> and just not knowing where i would wake up the next day but i i've had some good people take care of me because i was still young then um like for me i'm not really crazy so i kind of i was a little bit reserved because i didn't know nobody I, like, I was like oh let me let me stay back and just be cautious about these people because I I didn't personally know them mm. that well to let myself or or to give that trust. No, yeah, to give that trust. Yeah, so I would say just the craziest thing is just going from country to country, and then just in the same day or then that's that's like I said I'm not really a crazy guy. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And not to mention, I was mm-hmm. doing this when I was 17 through 19. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. so young. Yeah, young, like, like right fresh, out of fresh. high school. Yeah. Dang. Um, what DJs did you work with? I know that people are like, okay, like, who, who did he do or what did we do? I didn't really work with them. Or, like, but helped out, I guess? Is that, like, the word? I wouldn't. No. So they were doing their own thing, and I was mm. doing my own thing. Oh, like, okay. When they would get studio time, I would work in the studio, too, so... It was like oh, a little okay. bit trade off. Yeah. So there's like a few people that I would work with. I don't know if I, I want to disclose those names, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you know them. I, yeah, I've I talked to you about them. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're up in big famous stages now. So yeah. nice. Pretty nice. Nice. So now the question I want to know: Are you gonna get back into it? Um, just as last week, I did just like a little thing, performing. And it sparked something in me. Then oh I, yeah, I was like, lit your fire. Yeah, lit my fire again. And because recently I stopped because all the pandemic was going on. Yeah, and no nobody was getting booked. Nobody was getting like concerts going or nothing like that. So right. basically, I was kicked to the curb. So. <laughs> all right, no. Because on that note, um, that like the pandemic what was it like five four years now? Uh, five. Five, yeah. 2019, yeah. 2019, 20, was it 2019 or 2020? 2019 into 2020. 2019 into 2020, yep. Yeah. So I was supposed to go because back in the day, I was a huge, uh, like, raver. Uh-huh. Oh, I would okay. go to, like, EDM concerts and all that stuff. Mm. We had just barely gotten back from Park City. Mm-hmm. We went to go see uh, Dioro. And yeah. if you guys don't know who Dioro is, like, he's like a Mexican DJ, like, EDM DJ. Yeah. Had the time of my life. I will disclose it on the podcast. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have done something. Extracurriculars? I did some extracurricular activities for the first time that day. And man, I don't remember shit. <laughs> but it's, it was back in the day, you know, it was kind of younger, dumber. Statute of limitations. Yeah, I didn't care. Yeah. But uh, after that, we were supposed to go to, uh, do you know this big rave in California? It's called uh, Beyond Wonderland. Beyond Wonderland, yes. Yeah, dude, we had everything booked out. We had Airbnb. We had our tickets. Like, everything was going. Dude, last minute, like, right, like, the week before we were supposed to go, Yeah. pandemic hit, everything got shut no. down. Yeah. Like, just right there, the week before, like, we're talking about already had, like, outfits. I had everything saved up. I was, like, ready to go. Me and my friends were so hyped up. I was hitting the gym. I was like, I'm going to look lean and mean. Yeah. Not really, but I was going to look <laughs> a little skinnier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Till I get my rave on, bam, government said, you thought. Yeah. You thought, buddy. You they thought, saw yeah. you specifically and said, yeah, no, this ain't going to happen. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's an experience that I regret that I never did, like took. Yeah. But yeah. then again, it was pandemic. It was COVID. 
But that was like my gonna be my first big rave because I haven't been to like EDC or like none of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. You know what EDC is, right? Yeah. 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 Of course. No, uh, I I would say for anybody that's into that type of music, that's one thing you could probably do once in your life, and you I I guarantee you'll love it. Or uh, anybody out there. Uh, yeah, because the experiences you get. Like when you're there, like you don't even have to do extra extracurricular activities. Yeah, just like sober, like having a drink or two. Yeah, it's like such a different like. It's a different atmosphere. experience. It's like, yeah. dude, I, when I was there, I felt free. I felt like like none no. of my problems, like nothing that I had back home, none, nothing like like I that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like what existed was just in the moment. Yeah. I like it. It's so cliche to say, but like I can look. I back. was just there in the moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I can actually say like I can look back and be like, damn, like I really experienced that in the moment, and nothing else has like compared. No, in that's that cool. Way for that, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I still remember my first rave. Yeah, yeah, dude, it was a uh, WTF two thousand and thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, Benny okay. Benassi. Oh, okay, yeah. When he had like, I'll insert the song right here, just a little clip of it, but it's the um. Satisfaction. Touch. Yeah, satisfaction. satisfaction. Oh. <laughs> These are all OGs. Oh, yeah, dude. I remember all <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's like my uh, cherry pop for that. Cherry pop. Okay. <laughs> pop. Nice. Yeah. But okay. what about, do you have something you want to add on to that? Oh, I'll, I'll save mine until after. All right. Okay. Now, I'm very curious. If you could um, play at any show you want, like you've made a name for yourself, you're big and upcoming, like you're up there. Hopefully you have us with you, <laughs> <laughs> but you're big DJ, whatever. Um, what show would you want? Or like, is your dream show to play? So for I'm t- I'm talking about like every DJ's dream, mm. it's um, probably performing at Tomorrowland. I don't know if you guys heard that. It's one in Belgium. It's one in Belgium. It's like the most biggest festival ever. Like more recognition, it's in uh, it's in Belgium. Oh, okay. So like how us DJs think of that festival, it's like almost like the New Year. Once when Tomorrowland comes, that's like the the DJ's New Year's. Like uh-huh. that's when you you make or you, how would I say this? All the music, the new music that you're releasing, you yeah. want to play it there, so you could get more people's attention, then like get more exposure out of that. Right. Um, right. Okay. So nice. I, I, that's a lot of DJs' um, dream, but for me, I think I need to go somewhere close, and I, I'd say EDC Las Vegas. Dude, that'd so, be sick. That'd yeah. be cool. Oh, I hope to see you there one day. <laughs> I hope I hope we come back a year from now, and you tell us, "Yo, guess what?" Because, like, dude, if that fire sparked up, dude, take it and run. Oh yeah, because you never you never know. Yeah. It could be one viral video. It could be one thing. Yeah. You're off to the races. It could be Tony drinking lemon juice. Lemon juice. <laughs> yeah, lemon juice. To all the kids out there, this is lemonade. Lemonade. This bottle is just fancy. Right. Yeah, I'm not much of a drinker, so. <laughs> now, with that, because I do kind of want to know, like, when you do your set or, like, when you come up with, like, new music, do you, like, do it all, like, off the rip, like, new beats, new everything, or do you, like mix in their own beat with like a song that's trending like say like, like um reggaeton yeah you know what i mean like or do you like hip-hop whatever it is like you include any of that or so how would it go if like you're making a new track so to reiterate your question um so if i make music from scratch or from samples yeah basically so i would say it's hard for me to do it from scratch because I, I feel like i'm not like i don't I'm not too creative with yeah. my music. No, I'm about the same way. Like, yeah. if I hear a song, then I can think of something yeah. and be like, oh, that would be really cool. Yeah. And yeah. So very me, seldomly. Yes. <laughs> so I typically use loops and all that other stuff, samples. Oh, yeah. Because now, nowadays you hear a lot of, like, bangers on the radio or wherever you hear them. They're all sampled. Yep. Like, I don't know, like, if you heard Bad Bunny's, um, what is it, October Man or what is it? I don't know. It's it's one of Bad Bunny's big, but big songs. But he sampled one of those, and it's, it's it's up there. Yeah, because right. I feel like nowadays, like a lot of stuff is like sampled. Like yes. I, I heard oh, a yeah. song on the radio. It's uh, uh who was it called? Um, uh, it was like a famous song back in the nineties. Yeah, 
and now they like brought it back into like their own version of today. Yeah. Like same with Post Malone, he just did a new song and it was uh, Return of the Mac. Yeah. Or something like that. And he just like did his own take on that. And I was like, yeah. That's cool. Nice. Now, for anybody out there that's confused right now, a sample in a loop is like uh, what did you say, pre pre recorded, I guess, or pre made piece a, of music. A loop is a pre recorded. It's already like made from scratch. That's how I yeah. I think of them. A sample is like getting a a sample from a song. Yeah. Say like you want like the first few beats from one song, then you change it up, do your own thing on it. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody was wondering, that's that's what a loop and a sample is. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. Um, I don't know what else I want to ask. I had something else, but I'm like trying to blink real quick. But I know you had some stuff about music. That you want oh, to say. I got all sorts of stuff. I'm so excited I can nerd out with somebody that knows <laughs> about music. So the first question I have for you okay. is is where where's home as far as BPM for you? Home, I would say it's 128. 128. Yeah. See, I'm weird. So with my band, usually we'll stick, or we used to stick around like 135 to 140, like yeah. pretty fast tempo. Yeah. But when I'm doing like the the, um, you know, making my own stuff, I like to stick at like 120 to 128. Yeah. You know, kind of that sweet spot. Because hey, I've heard that the BPM between 125 and 128 is right where your heart beats. Like, yeah, yeah, so your heart beats to the music. Yeah, beats to the music, and that's yeah. what, that's a sweet spot you want to get to when you're performing. Yep. That's what gets people to move. Yep. Yeah. Dude, you know what? <laughs> you guys are talking about that? I'm just getting flashbacks of We Are Your Friends. You guys yeah. seen that movie? Yeah, that, that's a good example. Uh, is that like maybe. to the yeah. T kind of how it is? Yeah, it's, it's, it's similar to that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, that's the thing. There's a lot of, like, science and thinking that goes into making music like if you get a bad sample somebody might not be able to hear it but you will or other people that know about music they'll they'll hear like if i'm playing my bass and you know my my low c is out of tune or something like yeah and if it's like a little bit off you might not hear it but he would he would immediately be like oh that's that's out of tune it's because for me i'd always be on my computer like so many hours of the day, and I would just hear songs. I would just press a button, and I would just hear that same loop every single time. And yeah. I just hear like the very little small details in that like sound. Do Do you ever get tired of hearing your own songs? Oh, tell me about it. Yes. Oh <laughs> my gosh! But once like, when you, fifth time through is yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but once when you have it actually completed and. Um, oh, it feels published? so good. Yes, it feels good. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like there's so much stress building up to releasing it, and then once it's out, it's just like, oh, thank God. Yeah, I I have a bad, um, I guess you want to say, like, tendency to not finish and move oh, on me to too. the next. Song. I, me I, I too. Think, I think that's with all the musicians. I oh yeah. It, I don't think it's just like is it someone like a creators th- block that you guys get almost. No, it, I think it's like. It's you like get you, a new idea. Yeah, you get a new idea. You then, like, you say, oh, that doesn't go with this song. Let me write it down or play it out. Yeah. Then you come back to your other song. He's like, oh, let me go back to this one. You then, it just, yeah, you're yeah. just kind of like, what was I doing on this one? Yeah. Ah, yeah. I know what I was doing on this one. Oh, wait, that doesn't work with this one. Yeah. Oh, well, now what? <laughs> so you just bounce back and forth. Till you get, yeah. like, your tune tune. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically, I mean, uh, there's, there's definitely cases where, like, you'll find that song that, like, hooks you in and you just stay there and do it and do it and do it and get it done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely agree. Like yeah. I'll, I'll bounce back and forth a yeah. lot. <laughs> That's good to know. Cause like, I'm just like, dude, I've tried so much, so many times I've tried. Like when I asked Austin, cause he's the one that created our intro uh-huh. and our outro. And like, he was telling me that it like took him a minute. I just kind of gave him an idea of what, what we, what I was kind of going for. And then I was like, Hey, add this, like kind of make it like this. Like a little Hispanic horns, but like keep it like a little upbeat. And when he sent it back to me, I was like, dude, this is great. He's like, that's not even the finished product. And I was like, what do you mean, bro? Like, this sounds great. And then he's like, no, watch, let me, let me work it out. And then he did do that. And then I did catch him do what you guys said that you guys do. Cause like he sent me the intro and he's like, but check this out. And then he played me like something totally different. I was like, dude, this is fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how it typically goes. Like when when I have a melody and I think I finish my project, and I, maybe I'll go back 
than what you guys oh, yeah. were saying. Yeah, you think it's something else. You're like, yeah. what if I added that in real quick? Let, yeah. Let's see. Like, is it almost like you guys are like doing your beats or like you're doing the track and then I know we're like in your head, something pops up and like, that's for example, like Bad Bunny and like Wu-Tang coming. You're like, oh, that could be a good mix. Let me go do that. Uh, kind of like that or no? I don't know. For me, it's like I, I hear it in there. Mm-hmm. So I want to put it in there. Yeah. Okay. Type of thing. So with me, I start off with the melody. Then once when I get the melody down, I go my my drums, my kicks, and all that. Yeah. Then once when I have my melody set, that's when I start rearranging stuff. But uh, so what you're saying is, if I hear another melody, I'll make another project out of it. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, I almost do it the same way. So I do melody, then I do bass, then I do drums. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm weird and picky. I love when the the bass, um, bass drum kicks, yeah, and it like melds with the the bass, like the synth bass or whatever it is, yeah. and it just like drowns everything out for a second, yeah. makes it sound like like it fits. Know, pulsy, I guess. Yeah, I, I love that. So I always add in everything in that order because I'm like, does it do it? Oh, it does it. Sweet. <laughs> so, question for both of you guys: Do you guys wait till you guys get the goosebumps? I never like, got yeah, goosebumps. This is a good well, no, I've gotten goosebumps once with a with a song, but. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you just know, like, sometimes when we do these podcasts uh-huh. or any episode that we do, after or during, I get, like, I'm weird. Uh-huh. I get, like, deja. Like, we could be talking. I could be, like, into the conversation. And then nowhere, like, my head will go into somewhere else. And uh-huh. I'll start, like, almost, like, daydreaming or manifesting. I'm like, okay, this is a hit. And I start getting the goosebumps. Oh, okay. Mm. You know I know what, what you mean. mean. I've, I've got it once, but I never really released a song like that. But I thought it was good for me. But once I kind of like demoed it to other people, they didn't like it. So I was like, oh, let me scrap that. Right. Isn't that the worst? So you got something you're like, this is great. And everyone's like, I don't know, man. So with that being said, do you not post it? Like if you get like like a bad reaction from it? Um, I know you said you don't post them. But like in the future, like would you just post it and say, fuck it? So when I was making music, I would run it through my, my basically my manager. And she would run it through the record label. And then, then if they decided that it wasn't what they wanted at the time, they wouldn't publish mm. it. Oh, right. Okay. So, like, do, do they almost kind of go, like, off what's hitting? Like, what's basically, like, trending or, like... Trends are up? a big part of... I mean, you always want to get people's reaction. Yeah. But I, th- I don't know. That's a weird one. Because some people, it's, like, what they think will hit... And other people, it's like, okay, this stuff's trending, so do this. Yeah, like, same with the podcast, just because, like, that's the only way that I can relate to you guys. Uh-huh. Like, with the podcast, when we've done episodes, and I've talked to Austin, Mr. Skeptic over here, yeah. and I'm like, dude, I don't know if this episode's going to hit. Like, last week, I'm going to come up and be up front on the podcast, because I'm <laughs> real with you guys. <laughs> but, like, I was shy. I was losing my stuff. I was going back and forth. Even Austin was like, dude, like, I could see it. He was trying to, like, calm down. Yeah, tell me, chill out. <laughs> And then I left, and I was like, ah, I don't know if this is going to be a good one. But it turned out pretty good. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, snap. Same with, like, a couple other episodes that we did. Like, I think uh, one of them is called uh, Tortas Mind Blowers. I was just not in it. Like, I had just barely had, the, like, my wife had, ba- my wife had barely had the baby. Uh-huh. I had no energy, but. Oh, that one, I was like, I don't know about this one, too. I was like, that's ah, a great filler episode. We'll just throw it in because I was having a hard time reading stuff. Yeah, but that one's, like, top five. Oh, oh yeah. Was it? yeah. Oh, like, didn't what? you guys take a break from that? Yeah, we yeah, did yeah. take a break. And it, it was a good break because now we are here. Yeah. And we have met the one and only. Heck the yeah. Great. Now, my next music question for you. And I talked to you a little bit before the podcast about this, but have you heard the conspiracy theory about the white lighters? I've heard something about a, a lighter, but I don't know if it's the same theory that you're throwing at me. So they might have come from like the same place. But there's this conspiracy where it's like super bad luck to carry a white lighter with you mm-hmm. because a lot of like the super big stars have died with white lighters in their pockets, like the big musicians. Like um, supposedly Kurt Cobain had a white lighter. Um, uh, Freddie Mercury supposedly had one. Um, Chester Bennington more recently. You know, like like those those type of artists all had white lighters. So apparently it's like super taboo to have a white lighter. I think I've heard of that, but I haven't heard about that in the DJ realm of yeah. having a white lighter. 
See, I feel like it's different with every genre too, because that's more like like those were all like rock stars. Yeah, I was gonna say that they're all rock stars that would smoke cigarettes or whatever. Yep. But, but then again, <laughs> uh, DJs do smoke a lot of cigarettes too. So, so I mean, there could be white lighters out there, but yeah. <laughs> hey, who knows? Just make it make it a thing yeah. in the DJ world. That's the thing too that um, a lot of people probably didn't know, but like I come from like punk rock background. Yeah. And I'm willing to bet that is so much different than. Yes. Cause I like mainly DJ. do, I mainly do like house music, EDM. Yeah. And all that jazz, but yeah. See, I do have to say when they mix, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. So there is <laughs> one artist, a DJ artist. His name is Sul- Sullivan King. He, he oh, I've heard of him. He mixes. Dude. The two genres together beautifully. It is fire. It is You've heard cool. of him? It's great workout music. That's all I'm going to say. It's great <laughs> workout music. Like, no. If you're working for... The, my bad. Sorry. No, you're good. But if you're working for like that, that you want that like the drive that you're just like, I'm about to lift this 500-pound deadlift, put on some Sullivan King uh-huh. and just zone out into the music and you're going to get that lift. You are going to get that lift. See, you know what does it for me? And this tells you how much of a emo phase I have. So I'll listen to like Bring Me the Horizon, Sleeping with Sirens, Motionless and White, Escape the Fate, All Time Low, like those type of bands. Yeah. Which is super funny. I actually, I mean, my favorite like DJs and stuff. I, I mean, I like some of Marshmallow stuff, but um, I'm, a, I'm a big Millennium um, guy. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah I, I've like, actually done a few bootlegs from him, but I can't really release them because oh, they're no bootlegs. <laughs> Maybe after after the show, I'll let, I'll let you guys hear them. Yeah, but, that'd be sick. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> like all those guys that like we're talking about, like people that don't really know, like I've met all of them. Like because I would be backstage with them and then just talk to them, like say, hey, what's up? Like, how's it going? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> how's like, it going, how's it going? Like, let me know, like, what, what you're going through, like. Because I was young and I wanted I wanted to be them, mm. and they were like giving me pointers on like what to do. And right. See, and that's really cool expect, of any yeah. artist, yeah. too, to help somebody else. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, that that was only like the main guys. Yeah, like the up and coming ones. They're kind of jerks because they they don't want oh. you to succeed. Yeah, like, they're, but like they're fighting yeah. for that. Spot. Yeah, they're fighting for that spot. I was too. I'd understand, but once when it comes to like those bigger names. They would help you out. They're, oh, yeah, they're, they're actually there. Yeah, they're already there. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're right. pretty humble, I would say. Nice. Yeah, I like As that. As it should be, like, you're just trying to help out, like, your community in a sense. Yeah. like that, like, the whole EDM thing is a, it's a community in, in it of itself. Yeah. So, like, why not, like, help someone else on the come up? See, that's the other thing, though. Music is, like, really competitive. Oh, really? Especially oh, yeah. now with all these like TikTok and YouTube. Yeah. Yep. Cuz back then you would have to go through a record label for them to like promote it. Oh yeah, you got to put it send yeah. it in and hope they like it. Yeah. And you know, your your chances are slim unless you're yeah. really good. But yeah, nowadays, yeah. anybody could make a sick beat, put it on TikTok and just blow up from there. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that that kind of sucks too at the same time yeah. cuz you got these other guys that are working their asses off to be able to do some of this stuff. And then you got some dude that, you know, his dad bought him a computer. He hopped on GarageBand and wrote something up real quick and, and it blows up. Yeah. 15 minutes of fame right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or who knows who, whoever could write it out longer and oh, stay, yeah. 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 Who knows? Some people have. Yeah. No, they have. Some people have for sure. Like they but, take it and just run. Yeah. Like I, oh, saw, yeah. I saw this one guy, he's a drummer, but he's always on TikTok. Oh, does he have a big ass beard? No. Oh, I might know younger. who you're talking about. He always wears like a baseball cap, but he just sits oh, there. Oh, yeah, like, I know him. Boom, boom, like has the LED lights going and stuff. Oh, like yeah. And it's like the thing, like his videos are, are trendy and viral. And like from there, it's just like took off and ran. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. See, that's the biggest thing that I always hear in like the rock scene is yeah. it takes one thing. doesn't matter what it is. It takes one thing. Yep. Same like, thing with DJing. Like as long as you have a good song, you can play to it. You're like blowing up already. Oh isn't yeah, that, isn't that what they said on the, "We Are Your Friends"? Like, all it takes is one track. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. See, that's the thing. That's that's also the really cool thing about music too. Is you never know what's gonna hit. You never know yeah. what people are gonna connect with. Yeah, exactly. And it's so cool when you see them connect with it. 
Like when you're up on the stage and you just see everybody light up, it is the coolest feeling ever. Yeah. You guys ever had tears? Like from how good of a song it was? No. No, but I did have some when I was performing. Mainly when, like, I know it sounds a little cliche, but when you would ask the crowd to put up their lighters or their phone. Yeah, and all the lights go up. It's just something about that that just... Makes the, a grown man cry. Is it just oh, like yeah. a surreal moment? You're just like, damn. I it's a surreal moment, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, like you're connected with everybody in there. Yeah. Like it's, it's this crazy feeling. It's yeah. it's hard to explain. I think yeah. it's weird talking about it like or hearing it from the other side. You know yeah. what I mean? Like from the one up in the like the booth, stand yeah. or the booth. Oh, yeah. You're just like, damn, like that's really what you guys go through. Because like sometimes I see DJs and they're just like having the time of their life. Oh, <laughs> you know what, damn. though? How hot are those stage lights? They're really hot. Oh. But you guys just see the tip of the iceberg. Like, oh, yeah. It, it's like when I was doing it, I was I would consider myself like a part-time touring because mm. I was with them. Eventually, I would play like for 30 minutes, right. like do the warm-up or whatever. Still 30 minutes. Set. Yeah. That's pretty good. But like, like they were talking to me about it. Like all you see is just the tip of the iceberg. Just them having fun, them traveling, and all this other but stuff. It's, it's but it's all oh. that you have to be marketing. Yep. You yeah. have to do freaking you know, like social media, networking, and all that other stuff. Dude, oh, even yeah. for this, like, it takes a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. No, lot. but once when you go to that moment, like, you, you will tell yourself it's all worth it. Oh, it's all yeah. worth it. It's 100%. All worth it. Yeah. When you step on that stage, like, it, it, that makes it worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to take this time just to throw in our sponsor yeah, because we have a new sponsor for you guys today on La Cantina Last Call we are bringing you guys Dubby and if you don't know what Dubby is Dubby is an energy drink for gamers but for everybody else uh, it's, just, it's like pre-workout you just put it in a shaker cup shake it up you're good to game all day you can troll those little kids <laughs> on Call of Duty or Fortnite that's my preference and nowadays I just stick a little bit of Dubby into my cup game all night oh yeah and if you guys want to try it out they do have a bundle for uh, like 20 bucks but you guys do get a discount code if you guys use la cantina, la cantina last call um as like a discount code you guys get 10 percent off heck yeah and that is on part. their website yeah and it's wdubby.com and we'll put a link down below in the comments or in the description but yeah go check out dubby i love it yeah we're getting back into it okay sorry about that Dude, have you ever heard the, um, I don't know about conspiracy theory, but there's a Beatles album. If you play it, like spin it backwards, it uh-huh. says Paul is dead over and over on it. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, crazy. Like so, vinyl. Oh, the, yeah. Didn't you say like there's only certain records that like do it now, like that they came back and like they kind of like scratched them all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's some like if you get the original presses, they'll do something if you play it backwards. Like, a lot of people have actually done it on purpose where it'll yeah. say something if you play it backwards. But if you get, like, new presses from, you know, say it was, like, an 80s album and you get one that was pressed the other day, it probably won't do it. Like, some of them still will, some of them still won't. It's like a shot in the dark. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I know I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, but because you know how they say... Rock, Satan. Rock is the <laughs> devil. Yeah, you know, no. I'm about to tell Skyler to put the voice, the deep voice. <laughs> yeah, dude, rock. Satan. Rock and roll. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You would be surprised at how many rock groups are Christian. No, I know, but there's one song, I think, Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, Stairway to Heaven. Where if like, you play it backwards, it just says, like, Satan all over and stuff. Oh, Maybe. Yeah. I think I've heard that before, actually. You remember how in Luigi's Mansion we were talking about that book? Yeah. I think that's one of the songs that they were talking about. Oh. Yeah. Well, Stairway to Heaven. Stairway Dude, to heaven. you ever heard the thing if you go into Guitar Center and play Stairway to Heaven, you'll get kicked out? No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, oh. apparently if you go in there and play Stairway to Heaven, they'll ask you to leave. <laughs> well, then again, I I don't play guitar, but I've been trying to learn. But, Fair enough. Fair but. enough. <laughs> I play bass. Oh. <laughs> It's almost the same. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's oh, close, close, I guess, close, yeah. yeah. You can teach them. You said you could teach me how to play the accordion. Well, accordion is just like a piano. Yeah, because like... At I'm least I'm assuming. If anybody plays accordion, let me know. I'm assuming it's about the same, except for you have the extra movement and the stuff on the other hand. I don't know, because, like, my thing, like, when it comes to music, like, I love everything except for country. 
I'm not a big country guy. See, either. that's that's the thing. Once, once when I don't want to throw my ex's name out there, but once when she left, she was a big or when she was a big country fan. Then mm-hmm. when she left, I started being one. But before that, I wasn't. If that oh, makes sense. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know if it was. I think the closest see, thing to country is like um, what's the one James always talks about him. Not uh, oh not, um, uh, jelly roll. Yeah, yeah. Jelly that roll. can get down with some jelly roll. See, I'm more of like a Chris Ledoux, John Denver, really old Toby Keith, yeah. Kenny Chesney. Or, yeah, Kenny Chesney. No, but like. <laughs> I've recently been getting into Johnny Cash. and Johnny like Cash. I never Luke really Holmes. liked Johnny Cash. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Huh. I just, I never was into it. Huh. Wait, what? what's one famous song from Johnny Cash? Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. Yeah. Is it yeah. Riders on the Storm? No, that's <laughs> uh, Three Doors Down. No. Oh yeah, no, no that's no. not three doors down no, song. No, no, that, that's uh, yeah. Anyways, that, that's not yeah, Johnny Cash. Johnny <laughs> Cash. I, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Johnny Cash, have you heard the cover he did of Nine Inch Nails? I think I have. Just yeah, slightly. It's the I hurt myself today. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know he took that from so a band I listened to is called Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Um, they're a super heavy like rock band, and he. I guess before he died, because I always thought he originally sang it, yeah. and then Nine Inch Nails did the cover, but he did a cover of their song because yeah. he liked it so much. I was like, "How the hell did Johnny Cash hear that song?" <laughs> For a sec, I thought it was AI generated because that's a new thing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah. then I was like, "Wait, there's there's a little bit of uh, errors in his voice." So yeah, yeah. So hold on, just real quick, since you guys are on the topic about AI, do you think it's like a government thing, conspiracy of the day? So dun, dun, dun. I'll have a conspiracy, your conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I've heard like through videos and like YouTube and all that. I've heard that there's a wave of AI going through the universe. Oh. And I guess we're hitting it now. And the, that wave is like. That would explain the, the, the Apple goggles. Yes. Yeah, th- that's like the start of our downhill like of humanity. Oh, that's that's what I've heard. Like, nice. Well, yeah. I'm gonna die. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I heard. So it's just like a wave going through the universe, and right AI just takes over the world and just destroys it or does whatever it wants. Okay, th- that's one conspiracy I've heard about AI. That's crazy. And, yeah, there's been all these conspiracy theories about the the AI, uh, the Apple goggles, mm-hmm. and like I've been seeing videos everywhere of like people walking down the street with them and stuff, and I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> it's like kind of like going into the Wally conspiracy. Oh, Wally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, actually, another one. Have you guys seen Ready Player One? Mm-hmm. No. So I've bit, always wanted to oh, like, that hit movie play is so on good. it, but I never did. And we're getting close to that. Closer That's a and good closer, point. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, because in that um, like distant future... Like that. Oh, that's all they care about. Just yeah. That's how they VR. make money, and that's how they live. It's really? like a VR headset, yeah. but it like sucks you into the game almost. Yeah. So if you die in the game, you die in real life. No, uh, not, no, no, no. It's just just their way of life now. Yeah. Oh. It, like it, if you make money in a game, it is real money. Yeah. Kind of like GTA, but like it's actually just you. You know what I mean? Like GTA Online. Uh, GTA Online. Plus a million different other things. Yeah. <laughs> like say you could buy a fishing rod or like a bass guitar mm-hmm. on virtual, then it will Yeah, and then you then get that it'll bass guitar. get delivered to you in real life. Oh no way. Yeah. yeah. I need to watch this movie. Yeah, so all the money from the game is real money. Yeah, it's real money. Wouldn't that be considered streaming though? Uh Aren't we in almost already there? Would it count, would it count if sense, everybody else is doing it though? But all that money is going to their bank account, not Towards buying stuff in virtual reality. Oh, oh yeah. okay. And it kind of it kind of seemed like it hinted toward like the higher class people got like the fancy suits yeah. and the the fancy gear, and all the lower class people were stuck with like weird goggles. Yep. Yeah. I need to watch this movie now. It's a yeah, great it's movie. Like, I, I, I think it's on Netflix it. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. to look for yeah. it. Yeah, see. it's a good one. Yeah. Huh. That's crazy. Heck yeah! Did you know? Circling back to music. That um, in like movies, like let's say horror movies, okay, you're watching Nightmare on Elm Street. Did you know they specifically, A, um, Freddy Krueger's sweater 
was an off shade of red and an off shade of green, which made people feel uncomfortable. It's like a psychological thing. But did you know there's a frequency that they play in all the scary parts that gives you anxiety? That explains a lot. I could see that, yeah. Yeah, Cause, it's cause, crazy. Because I've heard of like the the frequency for the angelic frequency or something like that. Yeah, they, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 could, I could understand something being like less or more evil yeah, or in a sense. Good, bad. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. As above, yeah. so below. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but that, when I found that out, I was like, oh, that's crazy. They yeah. really do that? But yeah. yeah, they'll play that frequency and make you get anxiety, make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's people that are more susceptible to it than others. So if you don't get scared um, during a horror movie, like the scary parts, you might not be able to hear that frequency. Yeah. Because it makes sense because in Conjuring, like say like when the nun comes out or like when it's about to be like a scary part, they always go with the dum, 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 dum. Yeah, yeah, they'll start playing music and then yeah. they'll inlay that that frequency yeah. in with it. See, and that's the thing too, like go watch a horror movie and mute the horror movie and play like funny music and you'll realize like, oh, it's this is scary. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> if only young Tony would have known this. <laughs> Speaking about um, Freddy Krueger and dreaming, what do you guys think of like nightmares in your dreams? Like, have you guys had anything crazy about that? Dude, on that topic, I've had just this last recent episode that we did. We did the Teke Teke. And it's considered to say that like she comes into your dream. Uh I'm going to tell you guys this story really fast. (laughs) So it was like Sunday, no, Saturday night. Which, by the way, for anyone that hasn't seen the Teke Teke episode, was three days after we did that episode. Right. It was three days. So supposedly on the third day, she comes and gets you and she asks you questions. If you answer wrong, she takes your legs. Dude, I watch anime, right? Yeah. I was watching Naruto. I'm rewatching like Shippuden. I'm back to like the third or the Great Ninja War or whatever. And they were going through the jungle and it was Kakashi. If you don't know who Kakashi is, I'll put a picture up somewhere. I don't know who that is. Yeah. So I was like, in my dream, I was going with him, and he's like, all right, we have to go defeat her. Do you remember what to say? <laughs> Bro, I was like, I do oh, not shit. remember what to say. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm, what? Like, we're ninjas, bro. Like, what do you mean? You know, and jutsu her, her ass. Call me Itachi. Tell her good night. And he's like, no, you got to remember whatever. And then, like, she comes up, like, I hear her, and I just stopped and I was like, I know it's anime. It's like PG-13 or whatever. I was like, but I took that shit rated R. <laughs> and I was like, listen here. I don't know what the fuck to say. All I know is that your legs are on some fucking train station. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. Like, like I don't, I, my knees are bad, so don't take my knees. And I woke up, dude, and I was like, at first I was like, what the fuck did I just, did I just dream? Because I don't ever really dream. Uh-huh. It's really weird for me to dream. Yeah. So then I woke up and I was like, fuck. I grabbed my phone, dude, and I started looking through our video. I couldn't find the phrase that Austin told us to say. <laughs> and I was freaking out, dude. I was like, you know what? I gave up. I was like, you know what? She wants my legs. I might get new kneecaps. I don't know. <laughs> so then I went back to sleep and nothing happened, obviously. But it was just like a, a weird coincidence. Yeah. Maybe it's because I was watching Arto and I passed out on my couch. Uh-huh. Mm. So that could explain some stuff. And yeah. Well, and subconsciously, I bet you were thinking about yeah. it. So oh, yeah. Dude, I would catch myself like just saying, tick a tick a tick. And I was like, why the? Yes. Why am now, I thinking about this? Before our time is up, I do want to leave us with one thing. And I'm sorry for cutting you off. Though. No, you're good. I was done. But have you heard? So have you ever heard of Simon and Garfunkel? I have not, no. They were like a happy-go-lucky time kind of band. like Doesn't ring a bell, no. Well, anyway, they have this song called Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Tiptoe. Don't sing it yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so there are so many weird stories about this song. When they hear it, like stuff starts moving around their house uh-huh. or like getting opened or thrown around. Or stuff like that. So a lot of people, and this is only one version of this story, but a lot of people believe that that song summons a demon. Tip-toe. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I think I might have heard something like that, but I think I might have heard that the person that sang it was a demon himself. Or Oh, I never or, heard that. Yeah, that's what I heard. But Because didn't he die 
like uh, shortly after I he made like, that song. I feel like I remember him dying shortly after, yeah, or before it was released, something like that. Uh huh. Yeah, but yeah, that, yeah. That, that's that's my little twist on it. What I thought because I think that's what I've it heard like a him. while ago. Yeah. How creepy would that be, dude? You just start and that song. I mean, we'll clip it in. I got you guys. But <laughs> I don't know the song. But, but yeah. that song, like his voice is like so high pitched, but for some reason it's like a really creepy song. Dude, yeah. gives me and it's supposed song. to be happy. No. Which is so weird. <laughs> so hold on. Before we run out of time, I know you said that, but I really want to hear the whole dream thing. Because you did bring it up. Yes. We'll you yes. Uh, okay. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's all good. So long story short, um, I remember there's one dream, like I was going into my mom's older house, like mm. right through the, um, so opening the door and straight down the hallway, like her room was to the left and mine was to the right. And all I saw was just darkness. Then um, I, I would see like some long nailed hand creeping through the door. Then I would see my little sister running out of that same room. Uh-huh. And I remember she was just crying and I, I was holding her and something weird happened. Like, like he just peeked his head out and like, just to put it in perspective, have you guys seen that insidious oh, demon? Dude, I was about to yeah, say that. You know yeah. how we were talking about yeah. the song? Yeah. That's the first thing that came to my yeah. head. Yeah. That demon, like similar, but like more white paint on his face. Like he was just peeking out. And then all of a sudden I, I, w- I would see him like throw something like some type of darkness towards us uh-huh. and all i would remember was just being brave for my sister and just trying to block like a curse or whatever he's throwing at us yeah and for some reason i just woke up just like that like that that was probably like the weirdest and most like demonic type dream i've ever had yeah that's a weird one but all right i'll tell you what you need to do though okay this is basically <laughs> spiritual duct tape you need to get a super soaker okay First thing, you need to get a priest. You need to get some holy water. And you need to priest. have the priest drink the holy water, pee into the super soaker, soak that fucking demon till its eyes are crossed, <laughs> and you kick it right in the goodies. <laughs> Calm down there, cowboy. It ain't that serious. I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll get an older priest and a young priest. <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> We have to revise how to get rid of demons. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. No, dude, but back to what you were saying <laughs> before we went on this whole week. <laughs> Dreams, to me, is like it signifies something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it has to. Like I know that it's your subconscious or whatever, but I feel like dreams like portray something that's going on in your life. Like maybe what if like because they say because I, I got really like attached into the spiritual world. And they say, like, sometimes, like, dreams will give you, like, hints mm-hmm. to, like, certain things. So, like, maybe, like, it was, like, maybe you did see something uh, that, like, your spiritual, like, saw uh-huh. that it was going to affect your sister. So you saw it in a dream and you're like, no, like, you're going to do whatever it takes to protect family, you know? Yeah. Except for so- super soak a demon, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I've had it. dreams like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've had one dream where it's, like, more or less, like, I'm in some weird house and there's a basement. And my mom's down there, and she's, like, screaming, like, having an exorcism with the, uh-huh. with something. Yeah. And every single time I go up to, like, the ledge of the stairs and try to go down there, like, something always stops me. But then I build the courage, and I run down. And right when, I get, right when I'm going to turn the corner to the left to go into that room, I wake up. But I wake up in a sweat and, like, my heart racing. Jeez. And it's happened oh, okay. a couple of times. On that note, I had another crazy dream I just thought about. Mm-hmm. So I remember... I was in a cave-looking type, right? Mm-hmm. Like somewhere dark. There's people around me too. Then the earthquake came that with a tsunami. Rocks were big. Rocks were falling. Oh, okay. Then this big rock started getting sculpted into a huge deity or something. Like that's what I saw, right? Okay. And then I remember the last thing he said before I woke up. Before I woke up, he said. Uh, I am Ahmed Ra, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's. And I'm pretty sure that's Egyptian. I don't know, but 
I'm pretty but, so Ra is the Egyptian god of the yeah. sun. Yeah. Yeah. In Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> so like from that translation, what I got from it, it says, I am your higher self. Our our link has been severed for some reason. That's what I picked up in my dream before I woke up. Mm. Yeah. If anybody knows in the comments, help us out here. Yeah. <laughs> and if so, I'm wrong about Ra, let me know. Yeah. So uh <laughs> Amin Ra. That's that's his name. Oh, Amun Ra, yeah. yeah. So if I remember correctly, he's the Egyptian god of the sun. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. So well, for some reason, I, I got that. And that was like one of the darkest times of my life. Mm. And that's when I had that dream. And it was like really weird that it just translated to, I am your higher self and our link has been severed. Hmm. Damn. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. No, that was, that was scary. I woke up like just yeah, shivering. Yeah. And just oh, like, I bet. I was like, what the hell? And uh, yeah, it was, like I said, it was just one of the darkest times of my, of my life this past year. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was just crazy. Shit, well, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> it gets better. It gets better. On that note, it's been great having everybody join us. Angel, thank you so much for joining us. You're super awesome. Hold on. Before you end it, I have one question, one last question for Angel, just like two more seconds. Got it. Angel, What's I that? ask every guest, or I've been trying to ask every guest that comes on the show, mm-hmm. but I have a question for you, and I just want you to answer it as best as you can. Okay. Who is Angel today? Today, I am the embodiment of living without the fear of death. Because a lot of people fear death. They cling on to life, but they fear death. Right? Right. So me... I want to be life. I want to be experienced. I want to experience the life without the fear of death. You want to leave it on And that's table. who I am right now as a human. Because I've, like I said, this last year I've been in my darkest place, the darkest place I've ever been, and I feel like I'm barely crawling out. So, yeah, that's that's who I am right now. Hell yeah, dude. Respect. Respect. <laughs> Freaking respect. respect. On okay. that note... This has been super fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Angel, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. You're super awesome. Tony. I'll wrestle you. Angel, you're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, this has been really fun. If you guys liked it, like, comment, and subscribe. Follow us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Let us know how we did. Share us with your friends so our community can grow. My name is Tony or Tony La Torta or your host with the most. And this has been a great episode. And I will say my pieces, and you say your pieces now? Pieces. All right, skeptical, whatever. There you go.